Hello. My name is Dave. And my name is Craig. And today, we have a power blade. For both of us, because it's number two. Yes. We screwed up. Oh no, what did we do? We, did we forget to read the stats on uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja? Yeah, we did. Alright, so if you could kindly read me the stats for Legend of the Mystical Ninja, I oh would appreciate God. it. Alright, okay, hang on. I need to get it up. How did we do that? I don't know. We were too busy talking about Goemon tubs. Oh, yeah, that's another little hit. There you go. There's a historical uh, little tidbit for you. So the type of tub that he was boiled in is also colloquially known as a Goemon tub. Oh. Was it named that before he got boiled in it? Because that would be... A yeah, it was really odd. It. it was really odd. He always knew it was coming. <laughs> the painting was done before he was killed as well. Uh, so... Am I inserting this into last week or we're just nope, leaving nope, it here? No, we're leaving it this way. Okay. So Legend of the Mystical Ninja was developed, published by Konami, released on the SNES, Game Boy, Virtual Console, and Super Famicom Mini, whatever, uh, across 1991 and 1992 with some virtual console releases later on. No, uh, you and... idiot! We're doing Blade 2. Powerblade 2? Also known in Japan as Captain Saver, which is a wonderful <laughs> name, <laughs> was released in North America in 1992 and Japan of September 1992. It was made by Taito. And this is a super late uh, NES game. And generally with super late NES games, you have some cool things of like, oh, wow, the music's really good. Or, oh, wow, this is really impressive visuals for... Uh, the NES, and in the case of Power Blade 2, that's neither of them. Oh, very much, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, thank God we're on the same page, it seems. So, do you have any history, my friend, with Power Blade 2? No, no, no. No history at all. I've never played anything quite like this before, not in the series. Uh, I assume after this there is no Power Blade 3. So, yeah, not, not played that at all. All right, um, what about Captain Saver? That's brilliant. Like, that's better than the game. <laughs> does, does what it says on the tin. Um, yeah. Uh, for myself, this was a game I constantly got confused with a much, much, much better game named Shatterhand. And so my little boy brain would always forget which game I liked, and so there were times I rented this when I wanted Shatterhand. And I ended up just becoming, you know, not a fan, but like, oh yeah, Powerblade, cool. Um, the first game is much better than the second game, but for those that are uninitiated in this, since it was the 90s and time for clacks, we used boomerangs as weapons back then. No guns, no knives, just boomerangs. Craig, were you a uh, boomerang kid? Uh, no, they could never make a boomerang work. So I ended up, like most kids were out throwing balls or, 
you know, there was some kids that liked hitting a tennis ball up against the wall because they had no one to play with. I took, like, baskets of golf balls out into a field and just hit them into the field, never to be seen again. Uh, I was kind of the same. I mean, no golf balls, but boomerangs were one-time use toys where you used them once and they never came back, and, and there you go. There was that weird, like, 90s thing that happened in America where it's like, we love Australia. And there was an Australia fetish going on in the 90s. And boomerangs were everywhere. Uh, we did not have boomerang death squads like Europe did. Um, I hear your father was taken by the boomerang death squads. Do you boomerang not? death? No. Do you not want to talk about it? Or? What the fuck is a boomerang death squad? It's a death squad that uses boomerangs as weapons. I'm trying to highlight how stupid it is to have a boomerang as a weapon in a video game. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought you were being serious because I was just thinking that sounds like a really inefficient way to kill someone. Like, for a st- if you're going to hit someone with a boomerang, it's not coming back. It's got... I just was really confused there. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, um, young Craig, also known as the Yes End Man, always there for uh-huh. you when you want to improv. That's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all stupidity oh. aside, this is Power Bleed Two. We may cut all of that. I'm not sure. Um, this is a highly mediocre game. In have a... you done the stats? I did. Remember, it's Captain Saber. Oh yeah, sorry. Bloody um, hell. I, I'm having a stroke. I think you are, either that or you're worried about your dad. Um, I find this is an incredibly mediocre kind of bland game. Um, I would explain what goes on in it, but chances are you can picture what it is. It's just a platformer where you have a boomerang as a weapon and you can upgrade it and you get different suits and yada, yada, yada. A very Mega Man-y without the fun things that make Mega Man Mega Man. Um, I would say the only interesting thing in this is the power gauge. Uh, it, it's the STNX power gauge, if you've ever played that before, where if you attack, it completely bottoms out your power gauge and that starts building back up. And wherever you hit the button to attack again is how strong your attack will be. So it kind of discourages rapid fire use. Like you want deliberate shots as opposed to, which I guess makes sense with a boomerang because you got to cock your arm back and then you got to throw and like you said, if a boomerang hits something, it's not coming back. It's it's a terrible weapon, to be honest. I mean, I guess it's as terrible as a spear, but at least a spear is pointy. Yeah, I just don't I just don't understand anymore. Not with this. So if this was so if this was a game about a spear, then you could call it PowerPoint Two. Oh, for God's sake. This is this is how bad this game is. Yeah, yeah. Th- this th- is what it's reduced us to. <laughs> okay, so honestly, do you find this game bad or just bland? Um, it's I find it both bad and bland. It's got all the generic look of an action man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, 2D platforming type thing. It's got one interesting thing about it, which you can cl- grapple onto the ceiling and, you know, like, hook your way along ceilings and stuff at times when you're in that wee thing. But other than that, the one boss that I fought just literally couldn't... Like, I just stood... I, I, in fact, no, I just hung there. It didn't even hit me. I was just throwing my boomerang straight down. 
and he kind of just like moved side to side, only being able to shoot at 45 degrees, never hitting me. And it yep. just, the whole game just felt naff. Like, it, it, it's really not a great example. There are some brilliant 2D platformers from this time, from before this time, definitely from after this time. I would, I would even to, say we've done running. one. And that's, you know, Biomiracle Upa was, like, yeah. way more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it doesn't have anything... It doesn't have a hook like that. Like, um, it, it just doesn't have a hook. It's got not the best music in the world. It, the look of it is okay, but repetitive. And it does. It just... It's a bit of a crap game, if I'm honest. Like, there's not, not much yeah, more to say about it than I, that. Like, like, sitting here playing it, I, I played a little bit more past the first boss because, you know, I'm a little bit more familiar with this. But the whole time, it's like, well, this isn't bad, but boy, am I bored. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of where, And this is going to be a shorter episode because of that. So uh, that all falls on me. I'm sorry. I picked a no. bland game. I wasn't apologizing to you. I would never apologize to you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Good. Jeez. Good. Um, so, we have two questions we're going to answer about Power Blade 2. Or PowerPoint 2, as it's known in Brazil. Um, and that is... Do, 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 do you recommend this no. game in no. 1991? Absolutely not. Dave, I've only been recording for 10 minutes. I know, I know. This, this, um, this is. Blank. And we're at this point. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing in this that you have not seen before. If you've played the most basic of platformers, there, there is nothing remote. Oh, I don't. It wasn't made by one blind kid or something <laughs> like that, was it? Where, like, this was you know, a make a wish game. <laughs> Yeah, like it's not made by one blind kid, and we're like ripping the arse off of it, and there's like someone somewhere like listening to us. Um, uh, anyway, no. no, it's just it's just a bit pants. So nah, doesn't doesn't hold up. Wouldn't recommend it. I uh, also can't stand that little blind kid, and uh, <laughs> screw his game. Um, yeah, I, I do want to reiterate though. Um, and no, we're not going to end the episode this soon. I, I've got like stupid things to talk about, but um, it's it's not bad. It's just incredibly bland. That's it. it, it it's and that's almost more infuriating than a bad game because a bad game you can have fun with. Yeah. This this you can have fun with if you know you're on a desert island and there's somehow electricity. And that blind kid's there, and he'll make this game for you. That's about it. I <laughs> know uh, I don't recommend this at all. Um, and if you like this, play literally most other games. Actually, no, play Power Blade One. It's it's oh. a lot more fun. It's got a more interesting okay. hook to it. I I actually had a great a great pull. Not not a great. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm amazing or anything. But this has all the hope of. You've got a boomerang, but you're going to get wheeled power-ups and you're going to be doing this, that, and the other. You can hang off the ceiling, so there's different ways to traverse across levels. And do you know what game is really good for that? That looks like an old game, but Captain is a new Skyhook. game. Skyhook? No. Oh. That ga Gato Roboto. Oh! Gato it's Roboto. It's a black, a black and white running gunny action platformer 
where you have different weapons and you can hang off the ceilings, you can run about. But it looks like an old game, but it's it's miraculous. It's just a really good wee game. It's short. It's a really good wee game, though. Well, there you go. Uh, stop stop playing Power Blade 2, you weirdo, and play Gato Roboto. Um, or is it Gato? No, it's Gato. You're a cat in a robot suit. But I don't know if it's Cato Roboto or Gato, because it could be Gato Roboto. Who knows? I I plugged it into uh, PlayStation. All I got was digital versions of Catan. Uh, and that's not really going to help us here. Um, more importantly, uh, and this is a stupid side thing, um, there's, there's a game called the Brock the Investigator. Gator, as in as a, as Gator. A navigator. Yes, and it's <laughs> a point-and-click adventure game. No, 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 it's a beat-em-up with RPG elements, my bad. But there's a lot of uh, uh, stuff oh, going oh. on there. Um, wow. That's a, that's a game. Anyway, Craig, more important than all of this are stupid things we should talk about. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before you move on Brock the investigator has got a 9 out of 10 on Steam a 4.8 out of 5 on GOG it's like really well reviewed oh you mean like Faye and Duloc that that thing I've, I've downloaded that no I that Monday yeah uh, alright so dear listener uh, there was a, a an evening that we had just <laughs> finished playing Remnant, because we're ripping through that together. And um, before we left, I spotted a screenshot of a dog. And it looked like the most anemic, sad <laughs> dog I've ever seen digitally recreated. And that was from a game called Fay and Duloc. So if you want to see a terrible rendered dog, Google that. And now Craig is going to play it because it's an adventure game. And that's the only reason. Nope. It's just out of curiosity. I'm going to play that, and there was another one that you brought up. I can't remember what the name of the other one was, but I'm going to play that as well. Uh, just out of shits and giggles. Plus, it's it's not a dog. It's an investigator whose soul has been trapped inside a dog. Oh, goody. I didn't know that was the thing. Is that why he looks so terrible? Is it the dog it slowly decomposing as, as yep. you go? Oh, well, then there you go. All right, Craig, so uh, keeping this on the topic of retro, because you keep bringing up new games, Craig. Sorry about that. Yep, yep, that's fine. Uh, Taito, without Googling it, can you think of other Taito games? Um, Taito games. Taito. Do you know what? This is really frustrating because I can see, I can see it in so many places and nothing's um, coming. They are incredibly famous for one really famous game, and then a bunch of lesser famous Space games. Invaders. There you go. Holy balls, I've got, Craig. The reason for that is I've got a Space Invaders t-shirt. It's a Taito <laughs> t-shirt. Fuck's sake. Well, Craig, I, oh. I almost had to declare you a fake gamer girl. I know. Jeez. They also did, like, Arkanoid. I don't know that. That's the one, you know, where you play the spaceship and the ball bounces off and the bong and then comes back oh, and yeah. break oh, out yeah. like, like it's Arkanoid. Um, other than Kicks. that, they Kicks is Atari. 
Oh, wait, wait, no, no. Clax is Atari. Kix is Taito. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I was thinking Clax because it was the 90s. Did they also do... They don't just do video games. Did they do, like, toys and stuff as well? Is that Taito? Oh, that I don't actually know. I don't know if Taito ever got into it. I, I want to say no, but... Okay. But I'm not an authority on Taito by any means. And now, Craig, more importantly, since we're talking about retro things and you keep bringing up stupid things like Taito... Um, <laughs> what's the last retro game you played for fun? And we'll say back to, you know, our standards, PS3. That I played for fun. Oh, shit. I know we don't play a lot that we don't do on the show. Yeah. But. Well, I nearly started Mass Effect. God damn it. I nearly started it. <laughs> Uh, it actually was probably Super Meat Boy. So, ooh, um, what what gave us the Super Meat Boy itch? Uh, I, it was we were playing something else, and this was weeks ago. We were on the show. We were talking about Celeste and stuff like that. And I thought I'm going to play Celeste, and then I went upstairs to the Xbox to play Celeste, and then started up Super <laughs> Meat Boy. <laughs> uh, I I started play, playing playing way through it. I've like played it so much. I got bored a bit of the way through it because I was like, I just want to get to the dark world already and get like get some trickiness. You know that way where it starts off, you just have to wall jump and you're like, oh, I don't want to wall jump. I want to be dying every 10 seconds. Oh, see, it's weird because it was Super Meat Boy, right? Um, my game had a glitch where I got to the salt world and then it just stopped. I, I, I must have beaten it there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> salt world, honestly. And the fact that it's salt is just brilliant and it's that game is excellent. Um, yeah, that's probably what I played for fun. Other than, you know, like, obligatory Monkey Islands and stuff. Obligatory, as one does, obligatory Monkey Islands. Uh, last one I played was Cotton. Uh, I played it, like, a week or two ago, and I was like, man, I like Cotton. And then I played Cotton. Um, alright, okay. Uh, so we're not quite complete fake gamer girls. We still play retro games rather than just talk about them. Yeah, I think this is something that, like we said in the last, or I said in the last episode, I'm trying my best to budget my time wisely for gaming. And when it comes down to it, the end of last year and this year for certain across the entire year, there is so much going out that there's no way you can commit to, you know, like 100 plus hours in a space strategy game instead of playing <laughs> new games that yeah, come well out. Well, I mean, I understand that you really liked that game, uh, Stellaris, and I understand that you really like Spellforce, but Craig, you, you do need to try to stay abreast of um, what's coming out. <laughs> um, yeah, um, there is a lot coming out, and I think we've always been people that like to look forward rather than back, but I think that's what makes us a little bit different than every other podcast that likes to look back, because uh, much like that song, Don't Look Back in Anger... We don't look back in anger. Who did that? Was that Oasis? That was Oasis, yeah. Okay, yeah. You shouldn't look back in anger. All right, so, um, dear listener, if you have a request, and that request is, Craig, sing Wonderwall in full at the end of this episode, uh, do hit us up at nomoresages.com where you can suggest games that aren't Powerblade 2 because we're not touching this again. Um, yeah, sorry this was a bit of a weird episode, but... It, you play it and then think of something to talk about for a half hour. Good lord. It's really, 
it's really difficult. Like, the most exciting thing it does is it's got movable floors where you have to slide in various directions to navigate it. And then you remember you can cling to the roof, so you just cling to the roof. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it makes it pointless. Bosses that have glaucoma and just can't seem to hit yeah. you. It's, it's not great. Um, so next up, I'm sure we will have plenty to talk about because Craig picked... <gasps> Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate will be cool. Syndicate, a game with uh, a lot of pedigree behind it. But thank you very much for sticking with us on this terrible, terrible episode. And we pray next week will be better. Unless the Boomerang Death Squad show up. <laughs> Don't you give me that polite laugh. Oh, sorry. Ho, ho, ho. That's better. <laughs> Jeez. All right. And we're done. I, I, not even any clever anything. Nah. We're, just, we're just done. Done. Thank <laughs> you.